Uh, Casey? Yeah, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey. All right, so I got I got notes today. I don't know if you guys can hear it. <laughs> I got notes. He's got notes. He's going to get it all right today. It's going to be 100% correct, guys, yeah. okay? Because I, ta- I was diligent, and this is just a pure reflection of how my brain works. Oh, God. What did you write down? All right, so hunting... Uh, first off today, Miriam's going to die. Yes, Miriam is going to die. Yeah, see? Yeah, I mean, it's not from like leprosy or anything, but she, she does die from bitchery. <laughs> then she passes off the bitchery to the Jews, who's bitching about water. Again, uh, Moses, of course, has to go face down, ass up to be plowed by God. <laughs> and uh, then uh, he Moses, again, strikes his rod against the rock in order to get water, which I don't know with I don't know why beating a rock with his rod, uh, rod, I, you would assume that I mean dick, and that's what I mean. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why striking his dick against a rock creates water, but it does. It seems like it would be uh, painful. But, you know, uh, yeah, it does seem painful. But, you know, of course, he doesn't give credit to God, so that pisses God off, and now Moses and Aaron have to wander the desert for the 40 years. Fast forwarding 40 years, by the way, montage! Uh, you know, we're, they're going to request some passage by these Eddie fucks or something. And, uh, they have to, they don't get the passage. So they got to go around the Eddies and, uh, they, they got to go to the, to the whore mountain. Uh, I don't know why it's called whore mountain, but apparently whores just live up there and they go around, uh, fucking people. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't trust them. You know how STDs are. They get around quick. Especially when you don't wrap it. Uh, so, anyways, Aaron dies from mounting a whore. Uh, more, and then they mourn his death for 30 days, of course, because that's what you do when you die fucking a whore. Um, you mourn him for 30 days. Uh, and then God delivers uh, the Canaanites unto the, the whore land, um, in which they are... They are um, you know, am I getting this at all right? Yeah, actually, generally speaking, I mean, besides your um, embellishments. Oh, shit. God's going to rain venomous fucking snakes on these goddamn bitching Jews. This yes. is going to be awesome. This is like if Hitler had a bit more creative of imagination. Can you imagine <laughs> instead of gas chambers, just venomous snake chambers where you put them in there? It's like, oh, yes. Now venomous snakes. <laughs> And it just rains goddamn venomous snakes on the Jews. It seems like something Putin would do. Uh, no, well, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Then there's something about a book of war. I don't know. Then they go to Pigsgah. Israel fights some um, Amor- Amorinis. Um, then they sing some songs. Oh, they sung a song about a well. I don't know why they were singing songs. This Is this a musical? Well, yeah, I guess. Okay. Have you seen Jesus Christ Superstar? This is the this is the uh, prequel. I don't know. I got something written down about jazzy spies as well. <laughs> so we're gonna have some jazzy spies today. We're already this this intro is going way too long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's up, heathens? How's everybody doing today? Extra long intro just for you guys. <laughs> Thanks. Hi, Casey. Hi. 
Yeah, so uh, I've got my notes here. Obviously, I think I got a few little small details wrong. <laughs> uh, so uh, you're here to correct me on on my bullshittery, so... <clears throat> but you did a pretty decent outline with your typical embellishments, so it's not too bad. <sighs> Let's get through it. I know, you meant to do it wrong, but you're just, you're on it. Man. No, I did not mean to do it wrong. Oh, oh, oh okay. I... <laughs> then it was then it was horrible. <laughs> All right, let's let's get on on to this. So, what okay. do we got first? Today we're going to start in Numbers chapter 20. And it starts out right away with Miriam dying. Now, if you don't remember, Miriam is Moses' sister who saved him from the Egyptians when they were killing all of the Jews' firstborns, right? Yeah, and then when she started bitching about his wife, uh, he had God give her leprosy. So, I mean, that's that's a nice little pat on the back from God, isn't it? Yeah, she didn't die of leprosy, though. She was fine. They went on. She Um, just lost, like, a toe or something. Maybe a nipple. (laughs) We, we don't know what happened to her so far as we know she was fine after that. Seven days out, cast out of the camp, and then she, she was back in. Can you really develop a lot of symptoms from leprosy in, like, seven days? Like, I don't if know. God gives it to you. <laughs> it works fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first month that the whole Israelite community arrived at the Desert of Zin, um, they... Whoa, the Desert of Zin? Zin. Like, Zin? Yeah. Like, um, like I've got my no. Zen center. No, that's in. Zen. Okay. This is Zen. Zen? Is this like the cousin of Zen? I I don't know. Like, do you focus it like when you've got that shit that you've really got to get out, but you can't? I don't know. You know, this is a good question for a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a series, Ask a Jew. Ask a Jew. <laughs> Ask a Jew. <laughs> So, they are really big into history, the history of their people and stuff. I mean, never mind, it's all completely ridiculous and wrong and um, not historical at all. But, you know, nevertheless, you know, we're we're telling it. (laughs) Okay, so, yes, she died. Now, um, the community, as usual, bitching. Jews bitching. They don't have water, so they say the same shit to Moses and Aaron that they have always said. If only we had died when our brothers fell dead before the Lord. Why did you bring the Lord's community into this desert and we so that we and our livestock should die here? What did you bring us out of Egypt to this terrible place? Or why? Why did you bring us out of Egypt to this terrible place? It has no grain or figs or grapevines or pomegranates and there's no water to drink. Uh, now, we know how much the Jews hate figs. I don't want you to start bitching about no fig. <laughs> there's no figs for us to bitch at here, God. I don't know. I have to laugh about like. I don't know. It makes me think of first world problems when somebody bitches about not having pomegranates. (laughs) (laughs) Is this gluten free? (laughs) Do you have celiac disease? I don't know what the fuck that is, but I best have some gluten free goddamn. I don't. You gotta watch your waistline. Yeah, apparently that's what it is. Uh, I don't know what you can get gluten free. I don't know. Uh, It's usually, I think, like what? Breads and pasta? Yeah, a grain. I don't know. I, I, technically, I shouldn't really even be eating bread and pasta. I can I can eat some. Like, yeah. it has to be low-carb shit. Yeah. Some people are allergic to the celiac gluten stuff. I'm allergic to f- fucking everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, they're, they're Jews bitching again. So you were right. You're still on track, right? Mm-hmm. 
So Moses and Aaron go to the tent of the meeting and they fall face down. Oh, the As face usual. down ass up. Face That's, down ass yeah. up. So you're right still. Yep, they're about to get plowed by God, guys. Well, <laughs> it's a beautiful act. Uh, only the best people do it. I mean, um, well, Israel, I mean, you know, uh, what was his name? Jacob, hmm. was it? And then he got butt fucked and, and God renamed him Israel. So, I mean. That's what's about to happen, people. Just How brace for it. How does that always make it into, like, every episode? <laughs> well, I mean, it is the Jews. They're always going face down, ass up for God to plow them. I mean, okay, so it's symbolic of that wrestling with God. They just got to get prone. <laughs> so they go to talk to God, Moses and Aaron, and God tells Moses, take the staff and you and your brother Aaron gather the assembly together. Speak to that rock before their eyes and it will pour out its water. Wait, you, speak to the rock? Yeah, he's got to talk to the rock. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought that he took out his dick and hit it. And he does. It, okay. I'm glad the Bible is finally acknowledging that the rod is the dick. What? Did I? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> he talked to it. Well, yeah, but I, I was saying that I thought that it talked about him taking his rod out and hitting it. Well, he does. But it's a staff. Again, not a rod or a dick. Oh, okay. Can we move on? Yeah, we can move on from the whole dick thing. Okay, thank you. So, Moses took the staff from the Lord's presence just as he commanded him. He and Aaron gathered the assembly together in front of the rock, and Moses said to them, Listen, you rebels, we must bring you water out of this, or must we bring you water out of this rock? Then Moses raised his arm and struck the rock twice with his staff. Water gushed out and the community and their livestock drank. So they got the water. Do you see what the problem is? Water doesn't come from fucking rocks? Well, uh, no. I mean, that is true. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about. Okay. Okay. So. Well, sorry, what are we talking about? Moses. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Now that there's water out of the rock and Moses and Aaron went and talked to the Israelites and everybody has water, God's pissed. Do you want to guess why? Um, I don't know. Something about the Jews being bitchy or something? No, he's not mad at the Jews. He's mad at Aaron and Moses. Oh. Because listen to what they say when they, when they do the whole rock thing. You ready? Okay. Listen, you rebels, must we bring you water out of this rock? And then he taps the rock and there's water. So why is God mad? Um, are they not stroking his ego? They're not stroking his ego. Okay. They didn't give God credit. And so God is really, really mad. Like so mad that he tells Moses and Aaron that they will not deliver the people into the promised land. So the people, the people will make it to the promised land, but Moses and Aaron ain't coming with them. Well, I mean, at least they're getting the you know same the same kind of treatment that the other Jews were getting. I mean, I would hate to be the other Jews having to look at Moses and Aaron in the land of milk, honey, and whores, and <laughs> and them being like, "Oh shucks, I wanted a whore," <laughs> kicking a rock on the ground. Don't worry, they'll have plenty. There's a song about it later. Oh, they dance to a song of whores. Well. Not exactly, but we'll get there. Oh, okay. Okay. Can't wait. <clears throat> so God's mad. Aaron and Moses were punished. So 
Moses sent messengers ahead to talk to the king of Edom because, you know, they're traveling around. Oh, sorry. Forgot to mention. We skip 40 years now. Um, from this point forward, what we're doing is the Bible essentially just leaves out um, the 40 years that they were in the desert for the most part. They talk about them getting there in the beginning and then they record basically the last year or so and being delivered into the promised land. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to start that them getting back, them getting from the desert into the promised land. Yay. The land of milk, honey and whores. Yeah. (laughs) So Moses sent messengers ahead to the king of Edom, asking him for passage. Basically, they just want to go through the land and they beg him and they say, we will stay on the road. We won't, you know, drink any of your water or eat any of your food and we won't let our livestock drink any water and if something happens we'll pay you and so they basically beg to go through the land and the king of edom says no oh what bitches yeah um he says you may not pass through here if you try we will march out and attack you with the sword so what else would they attack him with i'll come out there and attack you with a clothes hanger I don't know. Did they have clothes hangers this time? Surely they had some sort of hanging devices for clothing. Well, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it probably was a string or like a donkey's jawbone or something. I'm sure that they would figure something out. A donkey's I mean, jawbone? Well, it's better than thinking about shit hangers. What? Like, you know, they molded hangers out of shit or something. I don't know. Why would your brain automatically go there? I don't know. Seems like the thing. I mean, they wipe their butts with one of their hands. You figured, I don't know, maybe they fashioned some shit into something. Oh. I mean, Jesus, he does it with, you know, fucking birds. He pisses on the ground for his <laughs> birds and then turns them real. <laughs> I mean, that's not canon, but, you know, that happened. Not really. <laughs> um, So... The Israelites replied to his threat of the sword. We will go along the main road. If our livestock drink any of your water, we will pay for it. We only want to pass through on foot and nothing else. Again, the Edomites say, you shall not pass. So <laughs> so the Edomites turned into goddamn Gandalf? Well. <laughs> you shall not pass. And he's got a staff. And then Moses has got a staff. <laughs> he's standing across from him like, no, we shall pass. And it's just two old guys with beards yelling at each other. And having a dick measuring contest. Hey, I didn't mention dick. You you mentioned <laughs> dick. So I'll let you mention the dick. <laughs> So he he didn't actually say you shall not pass. I embellished slightly. He said you may not pass through, but it was funny I mean, that it, way. Well, I mean, you shall not pass. You may not pass through. I mean, it's literally the same thing. I agree. So they the Edomites were mad. So they came out against the Israelites with a large and powerful army. Since Edom refused to let them go through their territory, and Israel turned away from them. So. Israel, the whole Israelite community set out from uh, Kadesh, where they were just at with the land of the Edomites. And they came upon Mount Hor. <laughs> Mount Hor! Yeah. <laughs> where you can have fun all day <laughs> and night. I mean, you don't want the day whores. Well, so this mountain is near the border of Edom. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Aaron will be gathered to his people. 
He will not enter the land I give the Israelites because both of you rebelled against my command at the waters of Meribah. That's what they called the place where the rock was. Oh, okay, so so now it's Moses is going to have to stand across from the whores kicking rocks, being like, oh, what a whore. <laughs> so, Goddamn, Miriam's not here to bitch at me, so why not? <laughs> so um, God says, get Aaron and his son and take them up to Mount Hor. Remove Aaron's, Aaron's garments and put them on his son. Um, and we're talking about Eleazar here. Or Elizar, I don't know. I don't pronounce things in the Bible. It just does not go well. I don't know. It's I like, like it would... when I pronounce things in the Bible. Yeah, well, that's because you make shit up. I'm actually trying to say the real things. I mean, why? <laughs> it's fun. It makes it a lot more interesting to make things up. I mean, to be perfectly honest. I agree. I mean, the Mount Whore is not obviously spelled like a real whore. No, it's but it's H O R. Yeah. So, I mean, it's actually a whole lot more fun to think about a bunch of whores frolicking <laughs> frolicking around on a mountain. I mean I mean that's just funny to picture, so I mean I'd rather picture that. Oh, okay. I'm really glad that my boyfriend is picturing a bunch of whores frolicking on a mountain. That makes me feel real good. For a comedic scene, not like, <laughs> oh, I want the one in the back. I'm frolicking on all of her I, I don't know toes. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, that one's got the best frolic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've been derailed again. Okay. So um, Moses did as the Lord had commanded. They went up Mount Hor in the sight of the whole community. Moses removed Aaron's garments and put them on his son. And Aaron died there on the top of the mountain. Then Moses and Eleazar came down from the mountain, and when the whole community learned that Aaron had died, the entire house of Israel mourned him for 30 days. Well, at least he died a happy man on that there whore island. Mountain. Mountain, whatever. <laughs> there are now mountains we're on a on whore island? island. <laughs> now we're on a whore island. Well, yeah, I thought that was Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, that is a funny show. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I watch Bachelor in Paradise and all the other Bachelors. It's a guilty pleasure. It's like one of the only things I watch besides Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. Story time with Casey. <laughs> After they mourned for 30 days, they came across the Canaanites. Um, they, well, sort of, they heard that Israel was coming along the road and they attacked the Israelites and captured some of them. So Israel made a vow to the Lord. If you will deliver these people, the, the Canaanites, unto our hands then we will totally destroy their cities. The Lord listened to Israel's plea and gave the Canaanites over to them, and they completely destroyed them and their towns and renamed it Horma. What is with these people going in, fucking a place all up, and then renaming it? I mean, <laughs> God did it with Jacob, and now he, he had them, he had Moses do it with the Canaanites. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to fuck you good, Canaanites. Then I'm going to rename your ass. You're going to be mine. You understand me, boy? What, so, was, what was their name again? Who? Uh, well, what did he rename the town? Horma. Horma? H-O-R-M-A-H. Oh. This is where I'll store my vast collection of whores. Horma. Horma means destruction in Hebrew. Um. Well, yeah, because you got to destroy that pussy. What? I thought you were talking about ass. <laughs> Anyway, 
they traveled from Mount Hor along the route to the Red Sea to go around Edom because, you know, they're not allowed to go through the Edomite territory. Which is kind of funny. It's like, oh, we're going to respect this boundary, but we just totally fucked up the Canaanites over here. Yeah, I know. I don't understand. Maybe they don't have a strong enough army yet at this point, uh, but they don't fuck with the Edomites. They just listen. They just maybe, maybe the Edomites have a bigger stick. Maybe. Maybe they have an older guy with two staffs that's like, you shall not pass. And it's just intimidating as fuck to Moses. It might be. I don't know. Um, so we're traveling along the road to the Red Sea. And then an IED explodes. Moses goes flying off the side. Oh, no. Wait, that's too Middle Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the Middle East right now. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you know, they're not in that part too, of the Middle East. Too current-day Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely to see it hasn't changed much. Um, so, <clears throat> the people grow impatient, and we have bitching Jews again. Yay, the bitching Jews, yeah. our favorite character of the Bible. Yeah, so why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the desert again? There is no bread, there is no water, and we detest this miserable food, the food that God provides. Remember the last time they bitched about the food and they had to eat so much meat that they a bunch of them fucking died? Yeah. Yeah. So they're bitching again. They never, ever, ever learn. Um, so God sent venomous snakes to come and bite and kill them that's a weird thing like i mean have you ever gotten so fucking mad you're like i wish i could stick a whole bunch of venomous snakes up your ass <laughs> i mean i just i don't know that just seems like a very odd and specific thing it's like oh god damn it what do i gotta work with rocks no oh look snakes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they bit people and a whole bunch of the israelites died well so they were obviously upset so they go to moses please help us please help us because this is a normal pattern like i don't even understand how moses dealt with this shit for 40 years because all they do is bitch and then beg for help because they bitched and and, and this never ends right well of course it never ends i mean if it if it ended i mean no christianity yeah also no persecution complex they keep the persecution complex up even in christianity god yes they do um, so the people came to Moses for help and basically asked him to pray that he would stop the snakes from biting and killing people. So Moses prayed to God and God tells Moses something really super fucked up. Well, not fucked up, just kind of weird. He tells Moses to build, not build, yes, build, like craft a snake, put it on a pole and the people who come and look at it won't die. So Moses crafts this bronze snake, puts it up on a pole. People come and fucking look at it like some reverse Medusa shit and they don't die. Okay, so let's let's start a list of how to cure certain shit in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Leprosy, sprinkle blood on your dick. Yep. And then uh, venomous bite, uh, snake bites, craft yourself a bronze snake and you stare at it for a bit. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Which is interesting because I don't see much difference between this bronze snake and you remember the golden calf that they crafted when Moses was up on the mountain? Oh, oh, here's the difference. God told him to make the bronze snake. I know that, but it's still like, why? 
I, I guess I just, it's still well, idol, the, idolization. Well, it is, it is, but this is idolization that God approves of. See, that's the difference. I mean, yeah, he it's had so them, hard to tell what's, what's okay. Well, and I mean, when God tells you to do something, I mean, you do it like, Oh, Hey, go and take that town and fuck all the little girls. They're going to go and do it. And they do it in the Bible. Yes, they do. Okay, so for whatever reason, we've got the Book of Wars stuck in here. I don't know what the fuck this is, but um, I actually, we should do a little bit of research on the Book of Wars. But if this is all the Bible says about it, then it's likely we'll have a hard time finding shit. So the Lord says, Waheb in Sufa and the ravines, the Arnon and the slopes of the ravines that lead to the site of Ar and lie along the border of Moab. That's it. Hmm. That, Any that's guesses? all about the Book of Wars? Because it seems more like a pamphlet. That is apparently the description <laughs> of the Book of Wars. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine that? It's like a really thin book and it's just got the description and then it's like, we bitched, they died. Speaking <laughs> of a book, we have, to, we have to talk about the book that I got in the mail. Oh, the one with the flames on it from the preacher that wrote a book about uh, Armageddon, probably. I don't know. It seems like something a preacher would do. Anyway, it's like a 99 page long book and it came in the mail. Actually, it didn't come in the mail for me. It came in the mail to my ex-husband and he gave it to me um, because he was just like, holy shit, this this guy is a nutter butter and it's fucking crazy. We'll do some excerpts on it or something. We'll do a special episode and we'll talk about that. Um, anyway. So from there they continue on to beer we've talked about beer in the bible before it's a place yeah it's a place and the well where the lord said to moses gather the people today and i will give them water um and that that happened and then the israelites sang a song spring up oh well sing about it about the well that the princes dug and the nobles of the people sank the nobles with scepters and staffs these people aren't really good at writing music I would say not. I mean, I don't really know much about the music, but the lyrics are shit. <laughs> so then they travel on from out of the desert into Pisgah, which GE likes to call Pigza. Pig, Pigza. Pig, Pigza. But it's. Pigza. It's Pisgah. Pisgah. No. No. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I refuse. <laughs> I do not accept your pronunciation. <laughs> um, so they go to Pisgah. Then they run into the Amorites. And they ask the Amorites, hey, can we pass through your country? Uh, we will not turn aside into any field or vineyard or drink water from any well. We will travel along the King's Highway until we have passed through your territory. So then they said, basically, no. Hell No. And they brought an army up against them. Well, the Israelites fucking killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> I like how selective they are and who they fuck up. I know. So what they did is they they captured all of the cities of the Amorites and occupied them. Um, and basically took all their shit. And then they sang a victory ballad. <laughs> uh, do you want me to read the victory ballad? Oh, yeah, I would love to know what is in the victory ballad of the bitching Jews. Okay, so this is after they beat the Amorites, right? Come to Heshbon and let it be rebuilt. 
Let Sihon's city be restored. Fire went out from Heshbon, a blaze from the city of Sihon. It consumed Ar of Moab, the, the citizens of Arnon's heights. Woe to you, O Moab! You are destroyed, O people of Chemosh. He has given up sons as fugitives and his daughters as captives to Sihon king of the Amorites. But we have overthrown them. Heshbon is destroyed all the way to Dibon. We have demolished them as far as Nafa, which extends to Medeba. How is this a song? I don't, I don't know. But again, really bad with the lyrics. And it's just like a lot of really, this is what we did. These are the places that we took over. And the most interesting part of the song to me is he's given up his sons as fugitives and his daughters as captives. So they're basically celebrating taking women as captures, captives of war, and you know what happens to women who are captured in war. Um, they, I mean, they become sex slaves, right? Generally speaking, yes. Yay, I got something right without being facetious as fuck. <laughs> so, so then they settled in the land of the Amorites. And Moses decided to spend, send spies to Jazer. Now, they're not jazzy spies. They're Israelite spies that they send to Jazer. But, I mean, honestly, guys, let me know. Which one is way cooler? Jazzy <laughs> fucking spies or spies from where? Israelite spies that were sent to Jazer. Oh, okay. It doesn't See? matter which is cooler. Oh no, honey! You, I mean, it does matter which is cooler. We got to spice this Bible up. I know it's getting kind of boring, isn't it? I mean, if, I mean, just the, I mean, look, the Jews walk for a little bit, then they start bitching. God gets pissed, and he throws snakes at them. And it, I mean, that's pretty much it on repeat for the last three days. The snakes was new, or the okay, snakes okay. were new. The the type of like uh, way shit. that he kills them. Yeah, the type yeah. of way that he kills them is new. But, I mean, like, before it was the plague, then it was the Sarlacc pit, and now it's fucking snakes. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's the same shit on repeat. So I wonder what happened during those 40 years in the desert. Like, I wonder how many oh. people he killed, because you know they were still bitching then. Oh, yeah, like 20, like halfway into it, I guarantee you the population was cut down. I mean, God had to have cut down the population a good bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, can you, I mean, just imagine what kind of shit God could have thrown at him. It's like, oh, look, now it's fucking muskrats that are coming in to eat <laughs> our eyes out. Like, I mean, that's probably one particular thing that he had going. You just, you would think that they would have learned like 1,500 of them woke up, buried up to their necks in the middle of the desert with, like, you know, <laughs> those big-ass ants that exist out there. Ugh, gross. Okay, so they, they sent the spies. They basically went around different territories and took everything. They killed everybody, left no survivors. So this particular section, they're talking about the Bashanites. And they basically go and strike them down and kill the entire army, leaving no survivors and take possession of the land. So they essentially are just roaming around the promised land, killing people and taking their shit. Awesome. Yeah. You, you got to love how God just kills a motherfucker. 
and takes their shit. Yeah, so that was the end of chapter uh, 21. We're going to skip ahead to chapter 23 because in Numbers, you know how they have a bunch of the laws? Mm-hmm. Well, so that's going to be in the middle, and you know we're doing all the laws at the end. Oh, yeah, like, you know, don't cook one goat in its mother's milk. I know. Because I am you'll really, burn in hell. I really can't wait to get to the laws. I'm really excited about getting to the laws, and we still have a ways away. We still have a few weeks, several weeks to get to the laws. But at this point, we're going to skip ahead to chat, Numbers chapter 33, and we're going to talk about Moses's journal. So at apparently at the beginning of this whole 40 years in the desert nonsense, well, before the Exodus, frankly, um, even started, God supposedly told Moses to keep a detailed journal of everything that happens during the Exodus. And the Exodus is not just them leaving Egypt. The Exodus is the entire period from the time that they leave Egypt until they get to the promised land, right? Right. Now, no one has ever seen this journal. It has never been recovered. It is not a historical artifact that has ever been found. Um, And frankly, the consensus among biblical historians is that the Moses story, the story of how Israel came to be, is completely fabricated in the Bible. There is no archaeological or historical evidence to support anything that it says Uh, you know don't say that to you know religious people in general because i mean this whole moses thing is important to all three of the you know the big motherfuckers it is it is really important to them which is interesting uh given that there is no evidence of it at at all Mm, yeah um but you know we have the the bible and the torah and you know the scriptures that say it so it must be true Um, it's a whole load of circular logic that I just can't get behind, but that's me. Um, so essentially I'm not going to, the journal details that we went from here to here and then here to here and then from here to there. And it keeps going through a big ass long fucking list of every single place that they went. If you want to read it, feel free. Numbers chapter 33. What I'm going to do is recap really quickly the highlights. Okay. So, at first, they have the Exodus. The Israelites sat out, set out from Ramses on the 15th day of the first month after the Passover. They marched out boldly in full view of all the Egyptians who were burying all of their firstborn that, the, that God had killed. Um, Parts of the Red Sea does the thing. All right. So, then they go from Ramses to Sinai, where they're on Mount Sinai, and God gives Moses the commandments, right? Mm-hmm. So, then they leave Sinai, and... Well, you know, they, they go, well, they go through the whole desert forever and they leave Sinai and go to Mount Hor. Hor! Uh-huh. Hor! Yep. Um, and it, in between, like, so as an example, from Sinai to Mount Hor, they go through all of these different places. This is everywhere that they camped. So do you remember how, as we were going through the story, we talked about how, they would pick everything up and move when um, the cloud um, rose off of the camp. And then when the cloud settled, that's where they would camp. And then yeah. when the cloud went back up, they'd pick up their shit and leave. And then when the cloud settled, that's where they would camp. So this goes through. Camp, leave. Camp, leave, camp, leave, camp, leave for the whole time. Okay, this is a really big pain in the ass. Um, so then they get to Mount Hor. Aaron dies, which we just talked about. 
Then they go from Mount Hor to Moab, killing everybody along the way. And they get into the plains of Moab and camp along the Jordan. And they are in the promised land. Oh, the land of milk, honey, and whores? Ye, you know, ye, ye, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we still have some story. Um, obviously, we still have some story here in Numbers to talk about. Um, because they are going to deal with a lot of people that are already there. I mean, you've already seen it. There's tons of people there already. And as far as the Israelites are concerned, all that shit belongs to them. And God's on their side. So. That's all for this week. Yeah, yay for God on the their side. Yeah. So next week we're going to talk about Balaam. Which is a a dude um, who tests God. <laughs> you don't test God. You don't. You don't. But he gets blessings. We'll see how it ends up. Um, Israel sins in Moab. Oh, he sins in Moab? Does, does that mean that he gets another whore there? Uh, we'll find out. I'm not going to spoiler alert like you do. Oh, I know okay. somebody commented in the last... Um, in the last uh, podcast somebody commented it beneath it something like you know for a couple thousand year old book are there really any spoilers maybe not but maybe you haven't read it and anyway it's more fun to be surprised when it happens like the snakes did any of you know the snakes were coming i don't think anybody ever would know that <laughs> god threw snakes on the jews in order to kill them yeah and then made them gaze upon a brown snake bronze, bronze not browns <laughs> But a bronze snake in order to cure to cure the venom. I mean, normally you need anti anti venom, but I mean we're talking about fucking fantasy here. Yeah. So anyway, I think it's more fun when we get to it and it's a surprise. Um, next time we're also gonna talk about the destruction of the Midianites. More people. We're killing more people. We're having all kinds of fun killing fucking people. More people are gonna die when we come back to the Bible. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna do Midianites in a couple of days. But anyways, um, yeah, so we have a lot of fun stuff coming up where we're gonna, the Israelites are gonna kill a whole fuck ton of people and take all their people and shit. Of course they are. Yep. <laughs> All right, heathens, well, down in the comments below, I would love for you guys to tell us exactly what kind of method do you think God would use to kill the Jews? I mean, so far we've got plague, sarlacc pit, and venomous snakes, amongst other things. Mm -hmm. I want to know what you guys think God would use to kill the Jews, his chosen people. <laughs> Apparently the chosen people that he's going to fuck with for a good while. That's the thing that always cracks me up. You don't treat your chosen people this way. Like oh, to but me, God does. Well, to me, my chosen people are like my family, right? The people that I consider family that are not necessarily my family, like blood family, but, you know, really close friends. Those are my chosen people. I would never fucking treat them that way. No, nobody would treat anybody that way, honey. But you have to understand something, that this is God you're talking about. God will do whatever the fuck he wants. It's just crazy. Mm -hmm. All right, you ready to head out of here? I am ready to go. So, heathens, leave those comments down below, and I hope to see you again next week. Don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens. Bye, y'all. <laughs>